In this episode of In Our Tracks, we're really excited to talk to the Toyon Ranch Rookie of the Year winner for um, 2019. We have Kalina Reynolds on the podcast, and um, we're excited to have you here. I'm very excited to be here. Welcome to In Our Tracks, a project from the National Reining Horse Association. We're here to honor the history of reining, discuss current events and trends, and look ahead at the opportunities this sport has in its future. We'll honor the legacy makers, movers, and shakers from the reining industry, as well as grassroots competitors and weekend warriors to offer insights from the full spectrum of the reining community. We are going to start with our typical entry, the large fast. We'll go with a few fast questions just to awesome. get to know you pretty quickly. What's your favorite food to have in the truck when you're hauling? Ooh, um, probably Cheez-Its or Takis. I'm oh, a yeah. girl. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, what do you like to listen to when you're on the road? Um, I'm a big metal person. I like heavy metal, um, rock, and then some rap sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, what is your most memorable accomplishment horseback? Um, I mean, maybe this one, rookie of the year. That's been a really long goal for me. So probably rookie of the year. Great. Uh, what is your favorite trait in your horse? Um, probably how expressive she is and just how care, caring she is and charismatic. And last one, what's the best advice you've ever received before you've gone in to, for a ride? Ooh, um, probably just to ride smart and just have fun. Kalina, tell us a little bit about how you got into horses, um, if it's a, a family hobby or if it's just yours and um, who you ride with now. So my parents were both horse trainers and my parents both did horses their entire life. And I've been riding horses my entire life, but I've kind of started showing a little later in life. Um, I've been showing for about four or five years now. And um, I used to dance a lot. And then when I turned 10 or 11, I started really getting serious about showing horses. So it's always been in the family, but um, Kind of later in life, I decided to go come compete with it all. Does it take up all your time or do you have other hobbies that you also do? Do you still dance or anything like that? Um, it takes up a lot of my time, definitely. But I also love music. Um, I do a lot of musical theater and I sing and I play guitar. So, um, so tell me a little bit about how this rookie season went for you. Um, qualifying at your ARC and then coming here to show. How, how did it progress for you, I guess, throughout the year. Yeah, it was definitely, there were very low lows and very high highs. Um, I had kind of a rough ride and at the youth world and at the run for a million. And then I won the affiliate regional championships. So it's, there's been some really good things and some really not so good things, but um, overall it's been a really amazing year leading up to this show. So what did you take away from your rides that maybe were a little bit less than what you wanted them to be? Um, probably the biggest thing is to just stop overthinking. Um, I have a tendency to just always want to do good and, and want to be the best I can. And realistically, it's we just have to go out there and have fun. So probably just to take things less serious and really enjoy the ride more. 
And I'm assuming you enjoyed your ride in the rookie here. Oh yeah, no, it was so fun. What horsemen and horsewomen do you admire most and um, what do you like about them? Ooh, okay. So I have three favorites and um, probably Abby Lingle and Fonk and Jason Van Landingham. Um, I really love all those people. First of all, Abby and Anne, because they're both women and they're both amazing. And then I really admire Jason. He's an amazing person. And then my trainers and my mom, obviously. So, and Who do you ride with? I ride with Danny Tremblay. Um, what's uh, something that we might not know about you just by looking at you, something that you're interested in um, that maybe your reigning friends don't know? or Ooh, Probably that I'm a singer, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I am really involved in music and probably that I also have my own business and I'm an entrepreneur. Let's talk a little bit about that business because it's really interesting. Yeah, so I am a certified life coach for teens and kids. So I work with teens and kids and teach them basically all the skills necessary that they're not taught with from their parents or from school. So um, meditation and mindfulness and how to be successful and how to live a joyful life and how to enjoy what you're doing and um, just everything that you're not taught in society. How did you come to be that? I mean, you're 16 years old <laughs> yeah. and you're a busy, you know, you're a student, you ride. Um, how, do you, how did you find that and how do you even have time for it? <laughs> well, my mom is an entrepreneur. My mom has always been an entrepreneur. And I guess I've always had a little bit of like entrepreneurial tendencies in me. I used to, my mom is a horse show judge. And whenever we'd go to the horse shows, I would set up a stand right outside the show office and sell duct tape bows. A um, little ironic because why would you want duct tape in your hair? But um, I, I don't know, I've always been selling it. And then when I turned 14, I kind of got more serious about it. And I've always just been passionate about helping people. And I really was just like, I really want to impact other kids my age. And how do these kids find you? Um, what, how do they get to know that you're out there to help them? Um, so definitely social media. Um, Lena Reynolds on all social media, little plug there. Um, and YouTube, um, podcast, Facebook, Instagram. And then we go to a lot of marketing conferences and I meet a lot of parents and I'm in that space a lot. So, so is it one-on-one -on -one coaching or more you're putting your expertise out there and people find you and learn from that? So it's both. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching and then I have a course that's almost launched where you basically go through it and you learn all the skills and then Facebook groups. And um, so it's a mix of both. So tell me something that you're not very good at. Ooh. <laughs> um, it can be with horses or in everyday life. Okay. Um, golf. Oh, yeah. I'm not good at golf. I tried it and I'm not either. Or ice skating. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really bad at ice skating. And I wish I was a good ice skater because it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. But no, I, I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> um, what advice do you have for other kids like you um, who are out there and they're competing every weekend and they have the highs and the lows like you did? And, and um, But we want to encourage them to keep riding and keep at it and keep raining. Um, yeah. What kind of advice do you have for them? Um, so I think one saying that's really helped me through my entire horse show career is get in line and stay there. And basically for me, it's just, you're going to fail a million times 
and maybe the millionth and one time is the time that you're going to succeed. So, you know, there's going to be failure, but learn that failure is not bad. It's really just like learning process and eventually the winning will come. Just focus on having fun and being there with your horse. Good advice. Sometimes hard to do that. But oh, it's, it's so incredibly hard. <laughs> it's yeah. One of the hardest things I've had to learn how to master, but it's paid off once I just say, you know what, I just, I love my horse and I'm just going to go in and enjoy this. So tell me about, I mean, you love your horse and that's obvious seeing her around her. Um, (laughs) Tell me about how she came into your life and how you guys connected and if if it was ever challenging or if it was an easy connection. Um, I think everybody would like to hear about that. Yeah. Well, when I got her, um, I bought her from Casey Hinton and it was definitely rough the first year. I bought her as a six-year-old and um, we entered her in the Derby the year that I bought her. And at the Derby, we had, to say a bad run is an understatement. <laughs> um, we nearly ran into a judge and it was it was really rough the first year. My mare is very opinionated and she's, she's just a lot of horse. And so the first year is rocky. It was definitely rocky. And then I remember kind of the first turning point we had was at the Tulsa Regional Championships two years ago. And it was in the 13 under. I won the 13 under. And I was like, oh my gosh, finally, we're getting somewhere. And then we really just clicked after that. And um, I think we both just fell in love with each other at that point. So uh, the biggest thing for me is just trusting my mare. I've had a lot of horses that I can't trust in the show pen and my mare, you just really have to say, you know, go do your thing. She knows what she's supposed to do and, and just trust her. So what's she like at home? What treats does she like? Is she, does she nap a lot and anything like that? Funny things. (laughs) Oh, she's so funny. Um, she loves human food. She loves donuts and she loves oranges and she thinks she's a human. She hates other horses. Um, and she's, yeah, she's my best friend. We just exercise her at home and we really don't ride her much because she's eight and she knows her job. I mean, we like rode her for two weeks before coming here and kind of just tuned her up. And um, we really just go out and have fun together. So um, what's your next goal after this? Where are you going now? Um, I don't know. I have the youth tomorrow. And okay. then um, I really just want to take some time to give my mare some rest and and um just take a break for a little bit um maybe in rbc don't know don't know yet but definitely want to have some rest and relaxation for my horse she's earned it oh yeah (laughs) what about your big goal like what's your dream um so many (laughs) uh i definitely would love to win the level four non-pro derby that's been a big thing for a while and honestly the rookie of the year that's been one of my main goals for like three plus years and i can finally say i accomplished it like thank you god um but probably just to get a derby horse and have fun on a derby horse has it got to be a mare or, or gildings in consideration? Or? I'm definitely favorable towards mares, not going to lie. Um, but whatever it is, it is. Definitely love the mares, though. Great. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So today you learned all about this year's uh, Toy on Ranch Rookie of the Year. And um, now we're going to talk to Lindsay King, who is the Public Relations and Communications Manager for NRHA. And she also works on the Rookie Program. So she's here to tell us everything about it that we need to know so that you can get involved or encourage your reigning friends to get involved, to give it a shot, because it is a really prestigious title and a whole lot of fun to um, make a run at that. So Lindsay, thanks for joining us. And um, can you first off tell us a little bit about your background and your role at NRHA? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here to talk about the Ricky program. Um, I'm fairly new with NRHA. I started um, in November at the 2019 NRHA Futurity, so I haven't been here super long, but really dove in and tried to learn as much as I possibly can. I actually grew up in Northeast Nebraska, and I showed horses in 4-H and did some paint and pinno shows, just kind of the all-around stuff, doing English and Western and the abbreviated uh, reigning patterns that weren't exactly uh, the level that NRHA is, but they were my attempt at it. Um, I went to Oklahoma State University and graduated with a degree in animal science and ag communications, and then I also got my master's there. And I eventually found my way down here to Oklahoma City, and I'm loving it so far. Here at NRHA, I am basically the person that does a lot of the stuff for social media. I make our plans. I also do a lot of things with the marketing team and getting our name out there and um, getting our names of our members out there when they win awards, when they do anything significant that relates back to reigning. I'm the person kind of behind that, I guess, the um, not magician, but the mechanics of it all. That's essentially what I do, but it's kind of evolving uh, the longer I'm here, which is great. It's very, very fun in that regard. Well, you're doing a great job, and we're really excited to have you as part of the team. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the Rookie Program? How long has it been part of NRHA? What are its roots? You know, what was it its intent from the beginning? Yes. So the Rookie Program was actually started in 1993, so it hasn't been a long, around for a super long time, but enough to really take hold here in the association and uh, it's really a prestigious award like you talked about a prestigious um, class and category to participate in um, in my mind it's kind of the stepping stone from learning about reining trying it out giving a shot and really the step before going to non-pro and rewarding people who have done well and learned a lot of things and just taken off with the sport of reining it's pretty much exactly like every other sport that has a rookie award. It rewards those who have done well as they're kind of young in the program or young in the sport. Um, and rookie of the year has really evolved with NRHA. So it started out that you could only earn a certain number of points or a certain number of money. And that was set at about $1,500. And that's really dropped down lower um, just to make it that much more prestigious. And that's not difficult per se, but I guess, harder to get to that point, which is why it's such a prestigious award out here. Great. So um, can you tell us a little bit about who's eligible, how to get involved, um, what the benefits are? I think there's a couple of different levels for the rookie. Um, can you explain those to us too? Um, we call them categories. It's kind of the levels of reigning. So there are different levels here in RHA as far as the classes that you participate in. And so one of those categories is five and that would be where rookie level one and rookie level two sit 
And I like to think of it as kind of a tier system. So the first classes that you get involved in with NRHA when you're just starting out in reining, you might not know that much about it, or you're just getting to learn the sport and your horse and yourself as a rider. And you can enter those ride and slide classes where um, people don't have a lot of experience. The horse may not have a ton of experience, and it's a good place to dip your feet in. And a step up from that is the green rainer classes, and there's different categories in that specific category. But all of these classes are in category 10, and that's kind of your first level of reining. And then above that is rookie, which is category 5. Essentially, anybody can get involved in it that is not a pro or a non-pro. It just really depends on how much money you have earned with NRHA over your lifetime as a rainer or your points as a youth exhibitor. And so there's two different levels of rookie. So level one is where you can win rookie of the year. And level two is uh, kind of a jump spot where you can continue to ride in the rookie, but um, you can earn a little bit more money in your lifetime in that category. And then we also have a youth rookie, which is a little bit different than rookie of the year, but it kind of has the same concept and the same look and feel as rookie level one and two. Great. So um, what can you tell us about the prizes that the Rookie of the Year gets to take home? Because it's a pretty big haul that these that, that the winner gets to take home from Oklahoma City after, they're, um, after they win there. What, what are the sponsors giving them? Um, is there a, a saddle, trophies? What, what all is involved there? Well, Rookie of the Year, I like we've said over and over, is a very prestigious um, ordeal. And we actually, it's sponsored by Toy on Ranch. Um, they just started sponsoring it for us. And they're the presenting sponsor of the event. Um, they obviously sponsor a lot of the things that go into it, but so do a lot of our corporate sponsors and our event sponsors. So this person walks away with a saddle, a buckle, a jacket, all kinds of products and um, just anything you can imagine that we're giving away from our sponsors. So, I mean, we're sponsored by Barnum and Finch and Bob's Custom Saddles and Montana Silversmith. So, I mean, you can go wild with the types of things that we're giving away, but those are the big pieces that people are getting from this event when they win Rookie of the Year. So, Lindsay, as a wrap-up, can you tell people where to go to learn more about the Rookie of the Year program and how they can get involved or encourage their new friends in reigning to get involved? Yes. So, to get involved with the Rookie of the Year program, first off, you just need to get involved with reigning. So, whether that means you need to buy yourself a horse, you need to take some lessons or lease a horse, that's kind of the first step of getting into reigning because this is such a not necessarily entry level ordeal, but kind of the step above that. But I really encourage anybody who wants to get into um, reining and really shoot for rookie of the year to um, talk to a trainer who's been there, done that in the NRHA, because it's kind of easy to mess up your eligibility for it if you're not exactly sure about the categories and the levels. Um, so really getting with somebody who knows what's going on and how to make sure that you're still eligible for that is my number one recommendation for um, essentially winning this title eventually, which is the goal. Um, the best place to go to get some preliminary information is go to our website at nrha.com and you just scroll down to the bottom and you can look at rookie of the rookie of the year level. But you can also give us a call. You can give me a call at the office and I can talk to you about it and talk to you a little bit about the things that you need to do to keep yourself eligible. So I think those are the main things of how you can get into rookie of the year and rookie classes. Great. Well, thanks a lot, Lindsay. And we'll be sure that um, everybody can easily navigate to those spots on the website, talk to their NRHA professionals and um, 
reach out to the office for some extra insight if they're looking for it. And um, we're excited to see where this program goes and, and get to cover who wins it next year, or I guess this year, we're already in 2020, and um, see where it goes from there. Thanks a lot for your time, and um, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to In Our Tracks, a project from the National Reining Horse Association. For more about reining and NRHA, visit NRHA.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook at NRHA National Reining Horse Association and on Instagram at NRHA Reining. <laughs>